everybody, and welcome to episode 377 of Pixels Link, the official podcast of CG Magazine, where we take a critical eye to gaming, comics, tech, and media. I'm your host today, Chris Tegu, and I'm joined by our editor-in-chief, Brendan Fry. Hello there. George Viorti. That's me. Hitting my mic. Causing all the problems already. And Dana Eileen. That's me. Hello. And uh, for those of you watching us on Twitch right now, welcome to our first uh, experimental live feed. Uh, trying something out here so uh welcome <laughs> it's nice to finally put a face to the voice dun dun yeah. my no, face getting... involved a lot of makeup though mm. well, it's <laughs> I, beautiful th- th- does it work i mean i tried my best you look beautiful it's thank some you. sweet thanks. pancake thanks. thank you like <laughs> <laughs> pasty whale uh, white face yeah I it's like lovely it. it's a face of tech baby uh so anyways <laughs> It's our first <laughs> first episode of the year, and uh, much like we talked about our game of the year last week on our audio-only edition, uh, we thought we'd lead off with some of our best-of tech stuff from last year. Um, we've been running a bunch of articles on, on cgmagonline.com, where you can uh, you know view all the, all the categories that we broke, broke uh, our best-of awards down into. Um, but uh, I thought we'd take the chance to t- talk about some of them live here on the air. So uh, the first category we were looking at was actually gaming laptops. Ooh. Now, Dana, you kind of spearheaded this whole project. It was all your blood, sweat, and tears on this one. Um, there were lots of tears. So many tears. I reformatted these lists so many times <laughs> like, and kept having to go and redo them only because of myself. I was like, but maybe I should add this because I hate myself, apparently. Uh, yeah, I did. Um, there's a nice variety in all the lists. It was pretty exciting stuff, and I hope we get to check out a lot of new brands this year, because there's definitely some categories that are swept by some companies. Um, the laptop list specifically, Brendan got to check out a good chunk of them. I think Brendan checked out two of them of the five. That sounds accurate. That sounds about right. But our winner for laptop was the MSI GE76 Raider from Zuby. Um, Sounds yeah. fancy. And there's a lot of capitals in this, so I'm going to fix that <laughs> later. <laughs> but uh, yeah, what he says about it is it can easily handle heavy work in gaming sessions, making an ideal desktop replacement, or at the very least, a dedicated gaming machine. So go msi oh, yes. and coincidentally like the most expensive one on this list actually by good well, margin that would make sense i guess then i'm so, glad uh, it yeah. won. glad it was worth it <laughs> <laughs> that just goes to show you capitalism works we yes, did it exactly. <laughs> sheer power of the components alone catapults <laughs> into the top of the list dun, dun. no yeah these all these all sound fantastic and uh since we're going back to like online learning and we're I don't have to deal with my like laptops more often mm-hmm. with, my, with my kids. Uh, yeah, I can definitely see the appeal of having this much power under the hood. <laughs> um, I, I spent 15 minutes waiting for my wife's laptop to boot up today. So my wife, so my kid could spend five minutes doing something on asynchronous learning. So yeah, nice. <laughs> laptops that are a good amazing. investment in this day and age as we move into more lockdowns, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Are... But to avoid jumping too deep into that downer pool, um, <laughs> <laughs> our, our second category was actually uh, gaming keyboards, where, Brendan, you got to review the winner of the Razer Huntsman V2 keyboard. Yeah, I think uh, Razer really kind of found its own with the um, their analog switches. They feel great. They have a great tactile like response, and they just look cool. 
I'm a big fan of the Razer design and keyboards, and I find them really easy to work with. So I think they're doing great things with the Huntsman range. Yeah, they're my, my default. Like, <laughs> that, that is what I fall back on. I feel really far away when I lean back in my chair. Sorry. <laughs> this is distracting. Um, I think I, I covered a, a baby a baby Razer keyboard. Um, the Black Widow V3 mm-hmm. Mini Hyperspeed on that list. That was one of my early projects with CGM. And it needed a number pad, but other than that, it was great. I was going to say, there's a lot of contenders this year that are like TKL, like the, the 10K less versions, and I just, I can't. Chris, you and I, I have had that conversation. We have reached out to yeah. companies about that conversation. It is a prominent trend, though, apparently. Like, apparently there's a lot of people out there using these t- TKLs, but uh, I need my number pad still, and I'll, I will I die too. on this hill. Like, that's why I don't do a lot of my work on um, on laptops. I require it. Yeah, I know. Chris and I uh, reached out to a company. It was like, hey, are normal size keyboards a thing anymore? Anybody? Anybody yeah, at all? You guys still do that? Because I've got big hands and I use a number pad a lot. So I don't have big hands, but I like keyboard codes. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I need my M dash. Yeah, the M dash is like, you know, for us in journalism, that's like, I, I, I couldn't do that without the numpad. <laughs> I would drive myself nuts. But... I copy and paste it in when I need it. So yeah. He does, and that's even with a numpad, so... Yeah. Oh, even. <laughs> do they yeah, not? Right. But does that? Do those keyboards not work with like? I guess. No. I guess they don't have the like Microsoft Access kind of thing because there's like the Surface Book has like a little like panel you can open up with like the if you press the 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 Windows button and the period at the same time it opens up like an emoji window and you can access all like all your various punctuation and accented letters and whatnot. And I it's I mean it, it, I mean it's a it's like a pain in the ass when you have to do it every single time, but like. Yeah. Uh, it's still definitely, I don't know, more convenient to me than having to hold like control alt and then like, you know, a number sequence. <laughs> yeah. I feel you. I feel like, you. God damn it. See, no man. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, <laughs> Let's be honest. moving on with our best of categories. Uh, the next one was our best of wired mouse. And actually this is one that I reviewed and am currently using if i can get my cord out but uh the steel series uh, rival 5 mm. uh this was something they marketed as a all genre mouse um and that was something that I, I didn't really appreciate until i was actually using it like i figured like a gaming mouse is a gaming mouse right like you can right. use it for anything if you want to yeah. uh no this really is one of the most like versatile mo- mice i've like ever used and it's become my daily standard um yeah Really nice design. I can't, my cord's too short to like actually with my desk to set up to actually throw it on screen here. But uh, th- there's extra buttons that are like not obtrusive but are useful. I had to like kind of train myself to does use the rival them properly. Is the rival have uh, tactile feedback or is that the Sensei or whatever one? Might be the Sensei. Sensei. Okay. Um, can't remember hand if it has that or not. But uh, it's got like, um, there's like your forward and back button plus I think a, a bigger thumb mm-hmm. button. And it's kind of like interesting bar over the back and forward button that you can use as a toggle up or down that's good um so like in final fantasy 14 for instance i i, I have that set to like summon my mount so it's just like something that, that's not oh pretty cool um something that's not obtrusive but like something that i use often enough to kind of warrant having a, a separate key uh separate mouse input so um yeah i can hardly rec- heartily recommend that from steel series our actual brand of the year uh mm-hmm. winner as well they've been doing well they kick your butt these may or may not be the swept categories between Steel Series and Razer. Spoiler <laughs> alert. <laughs> We're changing that. I'm in the middle of reviewing a new brand, so new things are coming. 
Well, there was some the the Razor and Steel Series have a strong showing with our reviewers in the like peripheral yeah. the input um, categories. But as we move on, there are some other ones. Um, in fact, well, the next category is actually Don't say Steel mouse. Series again. <laughs> next series is Wireless Mouse, which was a Razor from uh, from Dana's review of the Orochi B two, yeah. which I have talked about. Uh, wait, I've got it close. It's close. It's close. See, this camera thing is fun, guys. I get to do tricks. <laughs> get to show people. <laughs> Unless I left it on Brendan's face again. Hold on. Let's find out. No, Brendan's gone. You pissed him off. He's gone now. <laughs> Wait, I got it. <laughs> this is weird. I'm... Yes, Chris, we did it. it. We did it. it. Welcome back, Brendan. What just happened? <laughs> We're all showing off Hi. our fancy LEDs. You forget? Yeah, okay. that's all you can see so, is the LEDs. This is the Orochi. I love it. It's great. It's teeny. <laughs> this is it next to the Viper, I believe. Okay, that was my fun for the day. Um, yeah, no, I love the Orochi. It's like my go-to. It comes with me everywhere I go. I thought I was going to hate it because it's really teeny and it's white. Uh, and I thought it'd get really gross really quick, and it didn't, and I love it. So there, it's part of me. Very cool. <laughs> Noise. I thought it would get gross, but it didn't. So I love it. Yeah. I mean, that's what I it's... manage everything on. No, the cool thing about it, like, it can take a double-A or a triple-A <coughs> battery, which changes the weight. Oh, what's Jordan got? Is it fancy? Logitech, $5 at Walmart. An inferiority <laughs> complex. <laughs> yeah, what do I'm using? I'm using the G9000. Yeah, well, you know, this has uh, got your standard two buttons and a mouse wheel. And, so everybody uh, hold up your mouse. Mine's pink. <laughs> Look how pink it is. Oh, dang. Yeah. That Logitech's got a wheel on it? Dang. Uh, yeah. It's pretty. Oh, yours is extra glowy, Chris. It is. It's got it's, a white and, blue, white and purple pattern. It's, fun, it's funny to me, like, just how infrequently I use a mouse in general. Like, mm. like considering, like, how my laptop is set up and, like, what I use it for. But I think, like, the last time, like, someone was talking to me and... Uh, they said they had like a, a problem, like a mouse problem. Mm -hmm. I legitimately thought they had like rodents in the house. Oh, and no. she was talking about her like computer mouse. <laughs> I mean, I've never said I had a mouse problem, but I get what you mean. I, I do right now, actually. I really do. Oh, God. I've been Sorry. there. I, mean, I, you know I once watched thing? my dad go absolutely postal on, on some mice that were in our house. And, uh... Really? Yeah, so. <laughs> uh, please tell me you're talking about computer mice at this point. No, no. <laughs> oh no, no. He uh, beamed one with a shoe. It was a, really a impressive. Line was crossed, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was know. the day Chris lost his innocence. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Oh, no. That got weird. It's like I'll, I'll, I'll go clean my room, Dad. Uh, Anywho, <laughs> uh, yeah, daddy so moving, issues aside, mo uh, moving away from <laughs> the wired, the uh, the input, the, the peripherals, uh, the input peripherals. Mm -hmm. Uh, here's where we start to see that uh, diversity we're talking about in the brands. Because uh, the next category, it was uh, earbuds, mm -hmm. where the prize uh, went to the OnePlus Buds Pro earbuds. Mm -hmm. uh, OnePlus shared that out. Mm -hmm. so we've seen a lot of, uh, of, of, of earbuds past the year, too. So that's no small competition there, either. There's a yeah. lot of good brands on that list. Yeah, there is. The, on that list and in general, like we had to... We had to pick and choose, right? Mm -hmm. So it's a nice variety there. And even more coming. We've got a new brand. What is it? Jabra? Jabra, coming? yep. Jabra coming. We're looking at the next OnePlus earbuds mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. So I was uh, I was surprised that the uh, the the Galaxy Buds didn't make the list because those like I, I was really impressed with those ones. Mm. Yeah. They were they were in the top. 
Yet they, they were, were among the top. Robbed yet again. Robbed. <laughs> Just robbed. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll be curious about that Jabber one actually, because like they do a lot of like headsets that I've used and like like Bluetooth mm. car headsets that I've used in the past. So. Uh, my partner actually uses their headset for work. He works through a call center, and uh, he's like, "I know that brand." I'm like, "Oh, all right. <laughs> the more you know, the more you know." Yeah, exactly. Um, and yeah, if you're looking to get the scoop on uh, tech stuff, check out cgmagonline.com for all these uh, reviews and more as we move on. Um, the next category was headsets, like full-blown headsets, where the prize went to the Audis Penrose X mm-hmm. headset. Uh, yes. Our writer Lane Martin wrote the review on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I took the picture of it, if anybody mm-hmm. cares. It's a, it's a beautiful headset. <laughs> it's pretty stunning. Or beautiful uh, photography, I should say. Oh. So talented. That was like uh, one of the first jobs Brendan gave me. Here, we need photos. Good luck. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Everything is whitewashed. Sorry. <laughs> Robbed yet again. Yep. <laughs> these bad yeah. boys didn't make the list, and these were so goddamn impressive. Hmm. They, they these are the Quantum good. 800s. Oh, and they're so. The fact they're they glow so, is ridiculous. They didn't though. have a they're score. They're so pretty. They're so. What do you mean they didn't have a score? I gave it a nine. Was that the one? Wasn't that the one you did two and one? Yeah, but I yeah, gave these so they, a nine, and I gave the Quantum uh, 500s like a seven. Doesn't work like that. It had to uh, be I will, proper you know score what? and be in our review section. That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> stupid rules are stupid. Dude, I like them. <laughs> Boo. Hiss. Well, I'm rubbering your glue, so your yeah. review isn't good. <laughs> <laughs> my dad works at JBL and I'm going to tell on you. <laughs> that is your uncle usually. The uncle uh, yeah, it's your uncle or your or your dad. I think it is you right though. It it's your, it's usually good, your, my uncle bad. works at Nintendo. <laughs> you know, yes. Miyamoto. <laughs> Best friends friend, Miyamoto. <laughs> so stupid. You know how, how Miyamoto always hangs out at the Canadian office of Nintendo. Yeah, yeah he comes 100% around. of the time. Never oh, goes yeah, anywhere else. He famously speaks English. We all know this. <laughs> the best english Uh, (laughs) huge um and our last category for the tech side was uh webcams where the best uh best in show award went to the elgato face cam Mm. which was reviewed by joe brendan what do you think of the elgato since you're the face i think it's good uh, it's really picky on the cable you can use with it like it has to be the one it came with or another one that does allow for that uh, power throughput but it's good it really Plug and play, and it works. So that's always a good thing. Cool, cool. Um, we do actually have one more that, for some reason, is not showing up under our features. That's uh, Best microphone came out today. Oh, why is that under features? I don't know. I'm looking at it. It says it is. Trying to fix it, but we'll just pretend that's not happening. Uh, the, the, the Rode VideoMic Pro one for our best microphone. Um. Yeah, good times. That was actually one that Joe came to us with already hmm. uh, when he did his uh, top 10 microphones thing. Uh, yeah, he came to us with it already, but uh, we shared it out. Rode saw it on Twitter, so maybe they'll find us. And Joe is like the microphone king as well. So uh... he, Right now, he's actually the webcam king. That is his next, next project. So mm. the webcams, they are a coming. Nice. He actually, uh, as a side project, not with CGM, he um, went on Amazon and bought the four cheapest webcams that he could find 
on Amazon mm -hmm. just to like compare them and make a YouTube video on his channel and stuff. Uh, it was That's a lot of fun neat. watching. Some of them are just brutal. They all kind of look exactly the same. One <laughs> of them, it looked like somebody had just like sprayed it with mousse or something and smeared it real good. <laughs> but it is a fun little project. Interesting. I dig it. Yeah, like nice. I, I, He's I, miscast I, Joe on socials. Nice. There. <laughs> At that price point, I mean, you're not probably going to see that much difference, I'd imagine. They're probably all yeah. virtually all the same. Yeah, he's got a video up. I should maybe watch the whole thing. But it's probably a nicer thing to do. But I saw some of it. I have the attention span of a goldfish. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I like it. It's accurate. <laughs> Brendan says it's fair. Like, it's okay. Chris is like, yeah. Yeah, you hey, do. I feel <laughs> you. I feel you. I, I feel like with most... Um, laptops though or at least like laptop technology like webcams have come a pretty far away like that like i guess unless you really are doing like professional level streaming and stuff that like the necessity for one has dropped off quite a bit yeah don't they have like don't don't like pcs also have like monitors with built-in like cams as well too like fairly some decent now, ones yeah some um the thing that bothers me though is I mean, it, it, look what Chris was saying with laptops and stuff. Just for school right now, you need. Yeah. Um, we have a great gaming laptop, the uh, Asus Tough Dash mm -hmm. Fifteen. Um, it doesn't have a webcam built in. Oh really? Yeah. That seems so, odd. But it's a gaming laptop built for gamers who, mm -hmm. if they are streaming, are going to want better than whatever is going to come in your webcam. Yeah. Right? Like, when was yeah. the last time that you wanted to do anything gaming related and didn't throw on an extra webcam? Yeah, I wouldn't like. I have the Razer Blade 13, and I can. That webcam is awful. I would not use it for anything beyond just <laughs> checking in on a conference and saying hi, and then leaving because it looks. So, <laughs> <good>. <laughs> yeah. so I mean, it sucks that they don't just come with them automatically as much mm. anymore. For you know, Chris and I with kids who have 14 people that need to be on a laptop all at once. No, I, I, I was thinking. Uh... Why, why you're saying that uh, crappy webcams are like uh, the, the, the official supporter of meetings that should have been emails. Yes. <laughs> brought to you by brought That's... to you by Deborah Accounting who should have just sent this out as an email instead of dragging everybody onto the conference, yeah. conference room at 9.30am on a Friday. As per. <laughs> as per my fine. last email. It'll as per fine. my last um, <laughs> passive aggressive business uh, pleasantry. That's um, always fun. We could also go on with uh, some of the tech stuff that we did because we also ran a whole series this summer on the best gaming chairs uh, mm -hmm. that are out there. Written and by, yeah, by, yeah. by, by, by our writer, Lindsay. But, uh, she's yeah. not here right now. She's not here right now. She, she could walk us through like a whole catalog, like a living catalog of gaming right chairs. But uh, Brendan for, and my butts have been in almost all of the chairs except for except for the, the 10 of the 10. We haven't seen that one. Yeah. Actually, did you get to sit in that when you picked them up? Nope, did not. I have not even seen it. What? You didn't sample I, it? Maybe it doesn't exist. Mm. Mm. <laughs> it is a It's really under lock and key in Lindsay's home, yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh, man. I hear yeah, good we, things, though. Yes. And we've got a new bunch of chairs coming soon, don't we? Oh, yeah. I have, I'm looking at the new secret lab. Actually, I think that's the only one that's just waiting right now, but there's some coming in. Oh, okay. Are there more coming in? There are. One might be finding its way to Mr. Hugasi over there. <laughs> 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 Sometime. It's not at some point. They're like, yeah, we'd love you to check it out. Eventually. 
Um, oh, okay, sometime cool. in Q2, probably. Um, <laughs> the real question is, though, you have all these shares around. Which one wins in a race, though? Which one's the fastest? Oh, we haven't got that board yet. You, ha you, you, you haven't, like, lined them up in the hallway and just race? Not really, no. We need to work on that. What are you even doing in an office space right now? <laughs> Living with work? a wall between us and shouting. Yeah, yes. Well, you see this lovely best of series. That's what I've been doing. Oh, yeah, that's That's fair. where I've that's been. That's fair. Okay, but how I are you been unwinding that. In, this, in this complicated time and if you're not racing office chairs? That's true. Mm. Ren and I now need official office race breaks. Fair Set enough. Set up a track. Screw lunch. Set we it up. To, uh, we, need, we need to wee. <laughs> Forget Mario Kart. Now it's office cart. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, moving on. Don't forget to move. Uh, don't forget to vote in our game of the year poll, mm -hmm. uh, running currently on cgmagonline.com. Uh, a lot of great contenders on there that we talked about last week. Um, just pulling up the list here. So hey, we got uh, Halo Infinite, Metroid Dread, Monster on Monster Hunter Rise, Resident Evil Village, Chicory, A Colorful Tale, Life is Strange, True Colors, <laughs> Age of Empires Four, Forza Horizon Five, Shin Megami Tensei Five, and Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Those are your contenders, yes. and voting's open until the 19th, I believe? Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, uh, no, we announced the winner on the 19th. Ah, okay, so, so you got, we'll you got some time other way. We'll leave it up. Um, hmm. Something that I don't think we actually did talk about were the winners for our writer's choice. Not our writer's choice, oh, yeah. our, um, our game by category. Mm. I know it's not on oh. the docket, oh. but... Uh, who just audibly groaned? No, that, uh, <laughs> sorry, that was my that was my attempt at a ooh, but my my throat was that's, all like that's not the noise raspy. Came out as a disinterested sigh. <laughs> um, I swear, I really tried to pick the cadence up a, a bit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just fell off my camera a little bit there. Last, good. It's sorry, fine. I've been I've been totally sick fine. lately, so my uh, my I have I have this low jazz uh station I mean, host it's not that bad but you tone you're you're pretty close to normal that's fine very close coming up on the groove oh my God. Um, like very wide, baby. Anyway. <laughs> sorry it's a non-stop berry white playlist <laughs> i'm so confused <laughs> anyways danny you were saying about the categories uh yeah it's kind of off topic i don't know if you guys want to run through them um i don't know how much we have to talk about tonight should I jump um, into that? It's up to you, girl. Oh, I love when it's up to me. Let me talk for the next 45 minutes. Listen! Yes, please. Uh, all right. Uh, first off, we had our best remaster reboot. Um, our nominees were uh, Diablo 2 Resurrected, Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Just look at Chris for a minute there. Uh, this one I'm going to say <laughs> wrong because it, it was before I got here. The Neo Collection? Yeah, Nio? Neo. That's yeah, Neo. 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 Right. You're right. I want to say Nio. I don't Neo. know why. Uh, Alan Wake remastered, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater one and two, and the winner was Near Replicant version. Blah, 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 yeah, Near Replicant. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, <laughs> you can leave it at that. A crap ton <laughs> of numbers. Way too many wow. numbers. Too many. Like what? How? How did that happen? Like Just why? Because the numbers were the win. They liked pie and they yeah. wanted to be interesting. <laughs> All right, fine. What's his name again? He's that like really... Does it? Yeah. Does he have numbers? The guy wears a moon mask too? all the time. Yeah, exactly. He's just very eccentric. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a hallmark of the series. Uh, I'm happy to see it win, but I'm also sad to see Mass Effect Legendary Edition lose because I was uh, really gunning for that one. But It uh, was your baby. Yeah. It was your baby. That was almost your perfect 10. 
it was almost almost was but uh, i'm also happy to see mirror get some recognition too because it mm. doesn't get enough recognition so yeah the picture that we chose you guys i don't think can see it at the moment but it looks terrifying it's like a weird ball with a face on it yeah, yeah that's oh, yeah, that, yeah that, that's, that's, that's the same mask that, that yokotaro wears in, in every time he's on camera and he's he's I'm a character in the that? game or at least he's he's in autumn mata at least well, the, yeah, the, the character is not Yoko Taro. Yeah. So yeah. Not yeah. <laughs> no, not I mean, Wilson. I wouldn't put a pass him to do that. But uh, yeah, he would definitely do that. I think I think he's like the hardest character in the game too. He's like a, he's like a he's a nonviolent NPC. You could like he's like a shopkeeper, but if you attack him, he's like the hardest fight in the game. I think. Why not? I haven't played on Mata actually. I've only played. Oh, it's so the good. Original near to like see how that character got the mask in the first place, but. Uh... Yeah, the Autobot's uh very different from mm -hmm. the original. The and it's so good. Yeah, it's different, yeah. Hmm. All right. Uh next up we had Best Horror. Mm -hmm. That was uh really Resident Evil 4 VR, Inscription, Alan Wake Remastered, Returnal, and the winner was Resident Evil Village. Shocker. Lady Death really? Rescue wins again. She do. Yeah. She do. Dimitrescu on this whole category. How do we say your name? This Dimitrescu. 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 Yeah. Beautiful yes. creature. We adore. The U is silent. I, I I almost said Lady D, but uh, that sounds too much like Lady Die, and Spencer did not win this category, so. Yeah. I, I want to be Lady D. Can I be Lady D? You could sure. Be. D money. <laughs> Jordan you are D money. D money. <laughs> so started here. That's a little, uh, uh, little joke between Dana and me. Spoiler alert. <laughs> All right. What's that spoiling? Uh, the, our friendship that we have jokes <laughs> that you don't know about that we have secrets spoiling many secrets. things well brendan's b dog oh. chris All is right. c fresh or c oh c plus was right there c plus is <laughs> literally anything high c, c, high c. Oh. yeah i'm real fresh over here yeah you are fresh i think high c is my new favorite yeah all right best adventure game after this adventure of I almost said name tags. That's not quite well, right. I'm, but we'll go I'm, I'm surprised. I'm surprised Nick Returnal James. was seen as a horror game. I thought it was more like action game I with horror say, like elements. Returnal seems like I, I haven't had a chance to play it, unfortunately, myself. But it seems like it's a real gray area because there, yeah. It's, yeah. it's a horror setting. It is a horror setting. But I wouldn't yeah. call it like a horror game by game. I mean, but neither is Resident Evil because that's basically a shooter, but it's still set in kind of a horror. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, there was very few mainstream Here's how we true horror games this year if dana would throw her controller at the tv mm. it was a horror game that's but, that's, that's, <laughs> okay but i that's would argue <laughs> i would argue that like you know returnal kind of exists in the same space as a game like the binding of isaac because like i mean one they're both kind of like roguelites where you know you have to like pick up perks and stuff as yeah, you know yeah. um but like I wouldn't say Binding of Isaac was a horror game, despite that. Like everything, I would, in that... I would describe Binding of Isaac as a roguelite or roguelike horror. Really? Because it's yeah. not, it just, but because the, the, the whole thing is that is like the body horror going on there. It's, it's some of the imagery is disturbing. Like it's same way Dead Space. Like Dead Space Three is technically more an action game than a horror game, but it still be considered a horror game. I, didn't I know will say though, one, to be when you do the Googles, um, Returnal does come up as a horror game. But Binding of Isaac does not. See, because my my whole thing is that like w w games like that where 
the the way that the gameplay is structured is to sort of like always sort of give you the means to like progress and sort of like be fairly in control um is what separates it from a horror game whereas like resident evil 7 is a lot more action focused but like it still kind of uh like controls how much ammo you get and how much resources you get so if you're not playing like effectively then you're gonna die very easily and like if you're getting scared and like and messing up your shots and stuff that would be like dark souls is a horror according to that logic well, no, because Dark Souls is just like it's tough, but you're you're never like not necessarily prepared for any like for any venture, right? If you face a boss, you ha- you you go in with full Estus flasks. If you know what you're doing, like you can take a boss down pretty, and you can break Dark Souls really easily too. Like, <laughs> just I mean, dead. easily is a stretch, but I don't <laughs> <laughs> just get the halberd and and sink all your points into strength, and you'll just merc every boss. I was going to take notes because I'm planning to actually start Dark Souls 3 soon for the Oof, first time. Okay, so. Get, the, get yeah. the Great Club and sink all your points into, into strength. Don't do anything he says. Don't do every, yeah. every boss will oh. go down in two hits. It's so stupidly easy. Making a note here, avoid the Great Club and strength build. <laughs> so uh, that best adventure game. Uh, <laughs> yeah, how about it? Uh, the nominees. Metroid Dread. Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Tsushima. I doubted myself in the middle. Uh, Director's Cut, Death Stranding Director's Cut. Yeah. And Life is Strange 2 True Colors was the winner there. Now, again, like adventure is like not what comes to mind necessarily for me, but it like it fits, but it would be the first place I put it. But uh, it wouldn't be a party adventure. Life is Strange, strange. yeah, True Colors. Yeah, that's it's like like the classic point and click adventure game. It's, It's the Evolution uh, yeah, of that's. I guess that's you know, fair. Party, but I hear it was less like odd. that than like uh, Telltale games were, though. Where, like, I Telltale seems more adventure to me than like. I mean, to be fair, like well, the Uncharted games are third-person action or adventure. Yeah, it's I think all it, very muddy waters at this yeah, point. Yeah, it's all, it's all yeah. blended right now, right? We tried well, to be fair, not let like one game sweep every category when it could mm-hmm. be everything. So there was some picking and choosing going on, for sure. Well, I, I kind of see Chris's point to that, like this a certain thing, because it's like, yeah, like Life is Strange, like those those games kind of exist, I think, in like a like a more like narrative space where but like I would if describe it was like that is an adventure. Like if you go back, they're very similar to the point of like adventure games of yeah the nineties, no. and that is the definition of adventure games. But I think so. I I guess like where I'm where I'm coming from is kind of like. Um, when you when you say a, an adventure game, it like denotes a certain degree of like action and a certain mm. pace. I would, and... I would argue that I don't think they do. I think uh, uh, usually adventure games are less action, more narrative. I don't. Yeah, I don't think I, I don't think you're wrong. I just like it's it's weird. Like yeah, the word I don't know. adventure when we're talking in our everyday lives. It's exciting. Like I'm going on an adventure. Not yeah, that'd be I'm going to cry game. for the next four hours. That would be but an action game. Today's Lord of the game, Rings yeah. was an adventure. Yeah. <laughs> the Hobbit was, was an adventure. Was, that know. was a quest. How dare you? The the, uh, the 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 dinner sequence in the beginning that was I would not say is adventure, and that's like most of life is strange. <laughs> There you go. Either way, uh, it's a beautiful game. Uh, yeah. yeah. And a beautiful narrative, uh, mm-hmm. really well told. So, uh, again, I'm happy to see it win anything yeah. at this point. I was actually, I was actually going to say to that exact same point. It's as much as I love Death Stranding. That I would, I don't know if I would call that game. I mean, I guess in a way it is an adventure, but it's, uh, it's not it's, an action game. It's not it's an no action, action at all. 
<laughs> it is. I don't, I don't even know if I would say it's an adventure. It is the postal service. <laughs> I mean, you talk to people and you you fate weird goo whales. So that's yeah. a thing. You 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 avoid ghosts and goo ghosts and the storyline makes no sense. It's, it's a nonsense. Bonkers. It's I feel, ridiculous. I feel I our it. next award is going to uh cause some debate just because hey, trying let's hear to it. define your proper RPG. I feel I'm gonna get shanked. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Uh, um, <laughs> oh, you missed oh so... you missed it. That was like I think it was like the one of the the first year I was at CG. First or second year. Um and Brendan got into uh, Brendan Quinn got into such a fight with um, uh, who was it again? What was her name? She used to she was she used to do stuff with us every now and again. It doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, and because because uh, was it? She said that The Witcher Three was best of the year, and his his art his his was Bloodborne, and she, like he was got into such a fight with her because he's like, it's not an RPG. <laughs> So we'll just skip this one and uh, <laughs> so our, our choices uh we chose diablo 2 resurrected death's door maybe you should get on that jordan uh bravely default 2 monster hunter rise and the winner wait for it i'm gonna do it Mm-mm. jin magami tensei 5 nailed it you got it yes is it yes. nocturne yeah. What's no, the subtitle? No, Nocturne is, uh, is the it, third one. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't have a oh. subtitle. It's just five. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Don't mess with me, man. Well, because I think, was it Shimigami 4 didn't have a subtitle, did it? Or was that, that Digital was that Devil Saga? Wasn't, wasn't Shimigami Tensei 4 like Apocalypse or something like that? Yeah, Apocalypse is 4. Honestly, this is a series that I, I haven't really touched before. But the like, Persona games year. are part of the same series. Yeah. Yeah, I was I, like I was gonna say like I, I've I've played Persona Four Gold a couple of years back, and it's like one of my favorite RPGs now. But I've never really bridged into Shin Megami Tensei territory uh, until this year when I reviewed uh, Shin Megami Tensei Three Nocturne HD Remaster. Mm-hmm. If you want to call it a remaster, there was uh, some things that were not remastered. Uh, anyways, <laughs> yeah, this is uh this is a straight up classic RPG that just doesn't uh, doesn't care if it breaks you in the process. I mean, I do um, love being broken. Yeah. So there you go. Hey, what? I mean, Sorry. it's gonna it. like, yeah, life's gonna do that this year anyway. So I, I mean, you might as well Ooh. play a beautiful RPG while you're at it. But uh, just so everybody knows, we're having a war right now. My dog really wants to be with me. <laughs> My husband's standing beside me, trying to shoo him away quietly, and it's funny as crap. Go away, Banner! Oh, I hit my head. <laughs> wow. Um, well, I just want you to hear all the shuffling. Anyway. That's anyway, strong gear for RPGs on Switch, though, because Bravely Default 2 was uh, actually one of the first like major games I've, I've reviewed here mm-hmm. at CGM, and uh, that was also like a really strong, classic-style we RPG. way back. Yeah. Exclusive. All the way back. Well, it actually Last was a Switch January. exclusive. Now it's on PC, but anyway. Yeah. Once upon a time. I mean, I guess I, I guess it really goes like however deep you want to go into the rabbit hole of like, do JRPGs count as RPGs? Because technically, like you're not, it's not like traditional Dungeons and Dragons where you build your own character and put your stats where you're you want to put a, them. You're still playing a character, and you're, I don't know. Yeah, but you're, you're not. <laughs> like, I like mean, Cyberpunk it, it, is technically an RPG. Yeah, but Cyberpunk, you make your own character, you allocate your points. The Witcher as, like, is still an RPG. <sighs> debatable like okay go with this way uh, are you playing a role and is it a game yes you're playing you're playing hey. someone dragon else's two. character dragon age 2 you're playing a specific character yeah i guess that's true but Boom. still i win 
But the, 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 aren't the character you're playing in two, isn't it the same, like, the, like, nameless guy? Like, the same thing with Shepard, right? Like, Shepard's just, like, the nameless, like, oh, everyone can be a Shepard. Like, everyone like Geralt of Rivia is... No, two had, two had a char- he Excuse had me, I am Geralt, you shut your mouth. <laughs> like, I am Geralt. like, Mario RPG... technically it's an rpg but yeah like you're not you're not like playing this is what i mean this is the debate about whether like you know you compare like jrpgs to like you know the quote-unquote western we're being too nitpicky if we do that so let's just (laughs) let anything be anything it wants to be and that's why dark souls is the most true rpg of our generations i'm gonna move on that's true that's a a hot take Uh, anywho best multiplayer game I cannot possibly get in trouble for this one. No. Uh, Call of Duty, Vanguard, uh, Monster Hunter Rise, Chivalry 2. I reviewed that. Just want to be included in this category. Uh, Final Fantasy 14. Had to do the math there. And Walker. Uh, Forza Horizon 5. And that was a lot of options. And the winner was Halo Infinite Multiplayer. Makes sense. Sighing yeah. on the inside. I, I heard it. No, I heard it was good. Yeah. It's not. I've actually been playing it, uh, and I've, I've, my my first reaction when I booted the beta when it first went live was like, oh, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, I I actually hooked up with some friends online over the holidays and mm-hmm. played a couple of rounds. I was like, okay, this is kind of fun, and I found myself checking into that stupid holiday event now, they had. Did you buy the weird ears? I did indeed buy the cat ears. There you I, go. You've done everything you need to do. I'm, that. I'm sorry. What? I, uh, there I'm is gonna... a cat ear attachment you can get for the helmet uh, in Halo Infinite. Uh, and I was all over that immediately. Can I tell you guys all a little sor- story about how I used to have kitty ears on my headset, and somebody told me that they were unprofessional, so I gave them to my ten-year-old niece, and now I'm sad. Can I just don't ever you? let someone yuck your yum? Yeah. Yeah. Well, just, yeah. You make that face, Brendan. You feel bad. <laughs> Listen, anytime feel- I have a, a Zoom meeting or anything, these lights go on, baby. Yeah. I. Yeah. That's a status symbol right there. I was going into like one of my earlier first meetings and he's like, yeah, cat ears. Okay. I'm like, ah, maybe not now. I doubt everything. Yeah. Oh. These, these they work for Belle Delphine. I mean. Hey, don't make me look at, look at, I have the power. Now you're the big face. The big face. Say you're sorry. Tell me my no. kitty ears were great. No, that's fair. That's fair. Um, Abby likes them. Anywho. I- I, I've also checked out Forza Horizon 5 on the Game Pass recently, and that's kind of a fun multiplayer experience as yeah. well. I'm not really the type to play driving games like at all, but uh, I actually did kind of enjoy just driving around this countryside, even on the Xbox like Xbox One. I'm sure it's much more impressive on the Series X, but yeah. uh, um, Final Fantasy 14 Endwalker was slightly robbed, but the, uh, the editorial times were not uh, aligned <laughs> on that one, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, no, uh, Halo, Halo was... I'm surprised that I'm actually wanting to go back to play it. Like I finished streaming last night. I was like, I'm gonna boot up Halo Infinite right now and do my daily things. And that's not something cool. I Who are I'm you? too committed to anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I don't recognize um, myself in the mirror anymore, but it's fine. Yeah, that's all right. We still love you. Oh, it's because we sent you an Xbox. Now you're lost to weird things. Well, you know, it helps. Uh, <laughs> we uh, or not we, I, just me. Uh, I covered Chivalry because. Why not? It was an experience, and uh, man, that game is bloody. Like, it, yeah. <laughs> I literally just wanted to run in, going ah the whole time. That's all I wanted to do was scream. I mean, that's what you're supposed to do. Up. Yeah, I feel that you judged me when I yelled a little bit. 
I feel no. like, mm, is she okay? Maybe, maybe not. No, it was it was fun. I definitely don't think it was uh, best of the year, but it, it should be there. It was a good time. Um, now, underrated multiplayer game that didn't make the list. Also, tell. Death Stranding Definitive Edition. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. Just no. <laughs> no. Armin Reedus is that it's, you? It's it's got a it's got a cool like meta like online yeah, can, multiplayer yeah, component. Someone can kind of asymmetrically build a bridge for you, and then you're like, yeah, oh, there's a bridge here now. Cool. And it it plays all into the narrative of the game. Of everyone's helping each other to make their deliveries. So there's like thousands it's, of Norman Reeduses. I mean, there you don't see other Norman Reeduses, but but my point is they're so, all playing Norman Reedus, and so if they're building things in your world another version of Norman Reedus is building more things in the world. Weird, you know, weirdly enough, it there's this, like, there's this thing you could do where it, <laughs> I, it, it, they, they kind of, like, I don't know if they kind of address it in the game, but, like, there, there's a, if you click in, the, like, the center pad, like, like, Norman Reedus will just, like, yell out to the world, and sometimes it, like, yells back. Norman Reedus yells back? Yeah, like, it's just, like, because, like, there's a part, like, there's there's a, there's one voice line that he does where he'll, he'll say, like, he's like, my name's Sam, and you'll hear something in the distance be like, hey, my name's Sam, too. Like, it's like, I, I don't know if it's just a subtle nod at, like, the the whole, like, interconnective, like, uh yeah, asymmetric multiplayer that's going on where, like, other people who are also playing as Sam are, like, working together to build this world to make it easier for everybody. Um but yeah, no, it's a it's a cool component, and I'm always enjoy when I when I come across stuff like that. So we really words, talked if, about it. In other words, if Norman Reedus yells in the infinite, unpopulated, apocalyptic hellscape, <laughs> somebody will hear him. Does it make a sound? It makes a sound, and someone will. <laughs> and then there if will a be Norman a Reedus falls in the in the fields. <laughs> If, if Norman Reedus falls in the, in the coastal buckle of the hellscape, does he? Does his body still turn into monster? Does his ghost yes. make a sound? <laughs> Don't you see his butt in that game? You do. You see his it's... butt a lot. I love it. And there's a trash obligated, isn't it? Uh, no, you could skip the cutscene where he takes a shower, but like, he takes there's shower. also other cutscenes where he like shows up on a beach in the nude, and you get to see his butt. Does he Best body parts in a video game. I'm pretty sure Cyberpunk wins. There's also a plug for ride with Norman Reedus if you take a shit in the game. What? Because they like censor like when he goes to sit on the toilet, they censor him like Austin Powers style with a banner ad for like AMC's ride with Norman Reedus. That's really that dumb. Really bad because, message, but... well, you know, Kojima is Norman Reedus's best friend. He wanted to like put his friend's show out there. Guys, so is, is, is Kojima okay? No. Yes. You know what? Kojima? He's he's so damn wholesome. He just loves his best friends, Norman Reedus and Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, that's wholesome, all right. <laughs> As a side note, I just want to bring it up here. Um, everyone, everyone <laughs> thought um, that weird game, that studio, uh, Blue. What was it called? Blue Box was it? Blue Box. Yeah, yeah was a, a Hideo Kojima joint, and then yeah. yes, and then it just yeah. kind of like nah, it's it's a single guy walking. That's all we got. He's out. <laughs> we downloaded five walking. gigs for that. Oh god, I fell over a little bit. Uh, yeah. I mean, in fairness, that is the kind of weird thing that Hideo Kojima would definitely do. Yeah, but then it's like so... just a weird nonsense that just vanished because I haven't heard anything about that in a long time. It'll come back up at some point. No, there the was some stuff that sure. came out recently about it. Really? Yeah, hold on. It was do we it wasn't great. Didn't they but... wasn't it a whole thing where they they people were saying it was it was a Guys. Silent Hill thing and then they were like uh we're not we'll never tell and Okay, hold on, hold on. I just opened up Twitter to go look up the blue box thing. It's Norman Reedus's birthday, guys. 
Well, Look at that. Birthday. It's currently trending because everyone's birthday. wishing him. Well, my name Happy is Sam birthday. too. <laughs> all of our all of our computers are listening through our mics, and <laughs> now they're yeah. like recommending. Oh, God. Oh, hey, I hear you're talking about Norman Reedus. Yeah. Okay. Blue box game studios. <laughs> Here we go. Stepped on my great Spider-Man reference. I don't. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm go. something of a Sam myself. On Christmas, the tech demo will be available inside real-time experience app. A notification will be blah, blah, blah once it's ready. Uh, their first blog came out on Christmas Eve talking about the development of Abandoned and the plans for Q1. So, yeah, okay. they've, they've been talking. On oh, Christmas. so on the 26th, they're like, hey, people need to calm down. We're working on it. It was supposed to be out. It takes time. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, calm it. Game development More importantly, Chill out. This is the second time they've missed a massive deadline. Like, it's going to be here. Yeah, yeah, you just got to chill out. Like, you know, these things take time. I'm like, you're the one that gave the deadline, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. You just don't say a date. Yes. Yeah. Just don't do that. Just Q, Q, one, Q2. Let me be clear. People should not harass developers no matter what the situation. But also, as developers, don't say, it'll be out tomorrow. Oh, yeah, it's going to be like a month yeah. or two more. I don't know. It's going to be 46 Lol. years. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry. Especially like in this day and age, like just don't set a date. Like that's why yeah, I see like, so few. We, we have no date past like Q1. Except make sure like, it's already Q1. out. Like say it's coming tomorrow, but already have it loaded up. It's like you just have to push a button. Yeah. yeah. Don't be like, okay, we, we have like 40 hours more of crunch. We can do that in 12. Yeah, we're good. We're good. We can make this happen. <laughs> well, they're they're like pushing it out because of this Kojima supposed connection. So they're like, oh, come on. But my, more importantly, get it out, get it out. Christmas Day. Do you think that was a good idea to like force an update on Christmas Day and then complain that like everyone's like, it's not there? Like, yeah, we're working on it. Just don't do that. You know why? Because people are busy today. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, moving on. Um, best shooter. That was our next category. Yeah. Uh, we came out with Dusk, Hitman 3, Halo Infinite, Returnal. Dusk, really? Yeah, and the winner was Far Cry 6. Boo. Boo. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't played that one. Far Cry has been, seems to have like a really divisive reception with people. Like, I feel like people were really excited for it and then instantly fell off the hype train as soon yeah. as it actually arrived. Like, it, it, like, no one's talking about the game at all now, but like before it came out, everyone was like, this is going to be the best game ever. Yay! Yeah, so because like, that's. Like, Look, look, look at your local, at your local GameStop and see how many copies are like on the pre-owned shelf. Now. <laughs> because that's that's the cycle. That's the cycle with every Ubisoft game. Like there's, I, mean, I don't know, games last for a while. Do they though? People kind of forget about them pretty quickly. I think they uh, slowed the release schedule of those down, so it's a little bit better now. Yeah, I guess it's that's like one true, every two years like, now. When it was once a year, like no, nah, I don't care. That's a that's what, that's what I mean, Brad. That's a really low bar to clear. <laughs> like <laughs> we 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 extended our release window by one year, so that'll give people time to forget about it. Like, but more importantly, people were paying oranges and people were playing uh, the Greece one for a while. Odyssey. Yeah, those ones were played for a while. I don't, I don't know how get this, why. Which is the latest one? <laughs> like that was uh, uh, Valhalla. Yeah. That was okay. I never got into them, and I feel like I should. They're all the same to me now. They're just so interchangeable. But I mean, and Far Cry is no exception. I don't really care about the overlooking story about aliens and first ones and traveling in time through like memory. It's, they could literally just make it like, yo, historical action game Viking. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. I'm good with that. They it's don't gone need the nonsense. Like, who cares? Well, and that's the thing. It's like it's got the story itself has gone so far <laughs> off the deep end. Like, I as much as I like 
wasn't crazy about the first game having that like weird thing like it could have just been like yeah it's like here's a historical you know old time setting and there are assassins and there are templars you know that easy they hate each other sort of kind of yeah it's like they're rivals okay that's easy enough to figure out like to have some third extension where it's like oh but it's also in the present or the future and it's a machine um and it's memories and it's sleep but you could change the past maybe we don't know maybe you can it's the, I it's don't a even story. know what game we're talking about anymore. I looked Assassin's away from it. Yeah, Assassin's oh, Creed. I never got into those. And like, I feel like they should be right up my alley, but that and Tomb Raider. Mm. Anything where I need to like go up to find my way, I get That's fair. There's a lot of going up. Yeah, in yeah, yeah it's very like vertical. I'd say uh, the we first. Have, um, Optimal Push says that they made a story to explain the gameplay me- mechanics. Well, there you go. It was dumb. Yeah. Didn't need to do that. <laughs> I will say that the first game is maybe the only one that's worth playing. And I think two's good. Two's legit. Good. Uh, we revisiting the whole, it. The whole trilogy of, of for Ezio was like amazing. Yeah, that was a, a unique story. And then there's that weird movie where he died in, and it was great. It, uh, okay. He loved I mean, his death. What? I mean, the movie was weird and kind of depressing, but it existed. Was so, I'll I will I will say just based on based on like revisiting the Ezio collection after like I mean like I don't there had been like now. nine Assassin's Creeds at that point mm-hmm. like you, you kind of see where like it, it it was less it was less enjoyable for me at the time like because you see you saw very clearly where Ubisoft found the formula and they got very comfortable with that formula mm-hmm. and every like evolution of it was just some like. V- differing degree of worse like the first assassin's creed to me is the one that feels the most like it knew what it wanted to be and it is very rough around the edges i would argue that i mean we're not talking about the topic at all but i would argue that (laughs) i think separate podcast (laughs) assassin's creed when the first game came out was finding itself. The second game was where it's like, okay, we know what the formula is. The first one was basically like, what if you assassinate people? Kind of like Hitman, but you're cool in old, olden days. But yeah. that's the point. You were an assassin. You had to gather information on your target to make the assassination more easy. And uh, you actually felt like you weren't fitting in that role. Assassin's Creed 2 played more like an action movie where it's like, yes, you know, they are assassins with the blades and the whatnots, but it's like, ooh, there's also these, like, cool action sequences, and Ezio's this, like, cool young guy who, like, gets into fistfights, and he's uh, badass. Like, it didn't and feel... All, and he dates all the women. And every... Yeah, and, and, like, it just, like, every everything was too... And you could see where, like, the designers kind of did want to make it more, like, like narratively driven and make it feel mm-hmm. more like, like a fluid thing, but it didn't feel so much like you were an assassin anymore. It just kind of felt like you were following a story. Whereas, like, the first game had a story, but you also, like, felt like you fit in that role. Eh, okay. Moving on to platform. Moving on to yeah. platform. <laughs> just so we... I mean, we have yeah. yeah. Anyway, shooters. Dusk was cool. Play it. It's like Doom. Or quake really I yeah i saw you perk up when i said it and <laughs> yeah because i got to review like, it for the switch but anyways uh, sucks, that's sucks. best platformer <laughs> so we had uh <laughs> castlevania advanced collection uh blaster master zero which in my head Oof. every time i read it i say blast master like so much so that when I edited that review i was fixing it but completely wrong uh ratchet and clank rift apart Ghosted Goblins Resurrection, and the winner, Jordan, was Solar Ash. Hmm. Ah. Oh, he did it. He did I it. I did do it. 
And I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a real tough one. Um, because there's a lot of really good contenders in that. I just realized too, that rift apart is a play on words because ratchet and clank are ripped apart in that game from each <gasps> other riffs. and they're in different riffs. I just thought, you know, I thought it was the whole, was like a rift apart, you know, because there's riffs and they go through different little portalies, but they are it, narratively, they are separated. So that's interesting. That's a fun Deep. one. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, um, it's, it's high price to say that Solar Ash is better than Aria of Sorrow, one of the best uh, Metroidvania games ever. Mm. Really? You would say Aria of Sorrow is better than like Portrait of Ruin? I said one of. I mean, okay. Aria of Sorrow is great. Really good it is good. Show your whore mouth. I, no, it, it is very good. I just I, I I go straight to Portrait of Ruin because that one is per, like out of all the like the like the proper Metroidvanias, um, that one to me is my is my like best of, like favorite of all time. The DS ones were really good, but yeah, Solar Ash was oh so much fun. I do have to say that this whole streaming the podcast thing is kind of fun because I can see everybody's comments, and I don't know if you guys can. I'm not 100% sure what it was about, but our last comment is from Lane. <laughs> Big brain Jordan <laughs> moment. <laughs> Big brain Jordan moment. Whatever epiphany you just had. Lane I feel like it. that's... Lane caught it. <laughs> uh, our next one up is uh, best indie game which I think all but one of these was reviewed by Jordan Yeah. <laughs> oh is that yeah. so it is uh, and the one that you didn't is the one you still aren't playing uh, yeah. so best indie <laughs> game is uh, Solar Ash uh, Death's Door Button City Garden Story Several of those, I was like, "Hey, Jordan, I think you should play these." It's <laughs> and true. Apparently, you did. I was right. Uh, and the winner was Chiggery. Or did you? Uh, did you? Did you put me onto Garden Story? I feel like you put that one out there, and I looked at it, and I was like, "Oh my god, this looks adorable! I want to play it." Yeah, and then you said that, and I was like, "I know," but I was trying not to just throw everything at you. <laughs> <Jordan> <laughs> it's just the cute games to Jordan. Yeah. You yeah. might have. I think you might have thrown Button City at me. I did. Yes. Oh, did you know? Button City was cute. I gotta. I gotta finish that one too. It's just. It's very like. Um, there's not a lot like it's not it's not very like it's not a lot of a game um yeah but it works like for what it wants to do uh but like it is sort of easy to like detach yourself from it but the story is like really sweet and really nice and i really need to get back into it That's um, yeah, yeah. there was a there's one big one indie that i reviewed this year that i want to give an honorable mention to but I, I don't i'm not sure what it fit in this category but lost words beyond the page yes. mm, i heard a good thing uh, for that one yeah was, beautiful was that rihanna game, pratchett's like, game Sorry, was that Rihanna Pratchett's game? Yes, yeah, so yeah, Rihanna Pratchett, daughter of Terry Pratchett, wrote it. Um, she's worked on like the Tomb Raider series and uh, Overlord and something else, uh, mm-hmm. some other fairly big properties. Um, the gameplay itself is rather simplistic; like you have some basic platforming and uh, wordplay puzzles and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, the way it tells its story, um, it's a story about like grief and and loss told from the from the perspective from the perspective of a young girl who's writing in her journal. So like you, you, you go from writing in her journal and, and like one part of the other level to actually like writing this, to actually going into this fantasy story that she's writing um, and things that reflect the real world, obviously. Um, and just the way it told its narrative is like one of the most compelling arguments I've seen for games as an art form and for games as like a storytelling medium. Not That's necessarily really cool. the best indie game, but definitely one of the best experiences I had in 2021. So... Yeah. I'd, love, I'd love to see like a, a game that used like words and stuff like as a kind of like you know like 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 typing of the dead or scribble kind of game 
Yeah, like where you actually have to like type words in to like affect like how the world like changes or like how you actually like progress, like do battle and stuff. Like that mm-hmm. is scribble knots, isn't it? Uh scribble knots is kind of like it's more it's more um, puzzle solving. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, you have to like, you, you 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 like you you put you or you do whatever the words you type in, it'll give you that object, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to kind of figure out like how to how to get stuff. So it's like there'll be like, like a, a little. A little thing at the top of a tree and you could type in like ladder so you could climb up or a fireman and he'll like climb up and get the thing for you like so it's very it's very experimental that way but i know because this because just looking at uh, looking at this now I, i'm i'm uh vaguely reminded of um that one uh indie game that i think was published by ubisoft uh what was it called uh, it was the, the one that was all poetry poetry i'm not sure yeah it's not, it was like a, it was a turn-based rpg and like everything was like all like like done in like poetry and rhyme verse i don't know um uh, so yeah uh it'll, it'll come to be uh later in time and um at 3 a.m this morning as you're sleeping <laughs> yeah exactly that was it um yeah no it, lo- it looks beautiful so Everybody i'm just like podcast what? <laughs> <laughs> is it like lost in stumble. lost lost at something i don't know some stupid name like that um (laughs) but uh yeah no all pretty much all the indie games i played this year uh i was i mean with some notable exceptions uh did uh did genuinely impress me um and uh aside from aside from the one that shall not be named don't um, worry, that's a separate list coming out in a couple of weeks. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, I've thank some, goodness. Uh, that's um, a, a spoiler alert. Some of the things we're coming up with. Yeah. That's it. There you go. Lane's got my back. Child of Light. That's what I was talking oh, about. Oh, yeah, that was fun. Uh, um, yeah. yeah, and it's all like every time you attack, it's like she wound her sword across the bow and with it smacked the demon fowl or some shit like that. You need to interview that director, the game creator. <laughs> yeah. The game director. I'll give that one some credit because at least like, you know, it, it was an indie thing, right? It was one mm-hmm. of those like indies by Ubisoft. Um, but uh, yeah, like uh, Chicory was, was so good. I've talked about it time and time again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Solar Ash was super fun. Button City was really cute. Um, and then, yeah, like, even some of the ones that like didn't, I wasn't like crazy impressed with like Chris Tales, like, like it had enough that kind of made me go, okay, like, you know what? Like there's a lot of good ideas here. They kind of work. I wish they would work better, but like for what it is, like it's fine. Um, All right. So yeah, fine. it's fine. Anyway, <laughs> let's hop over. We've got uh, best PS5 game. These categories were hard because <laughs> all two of them. Well, no, we no. did. We have five. Um, the Xbox and PC is a little bit messy, so they're technically kind of one, but not. Dana, I kinda. swear to God. If I see one game on this list that was PS4 first that came to PS5, oh, I'm going to flip my table. It, it, it probably is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is That's There is. I, th- I think. Is there? <laughs> I don't know. Brendan left, so I don't have anybody. <laughs> yeah. What is Death Stranding the director's cut? Did that come yeah. out for PS4 first? No, it's still no, that, that doesn't count. It's, it's cheating. Cheating. Polly and I for Jordan to flip his table. Oh. But, uh... It looks beautiful. <laughs> Oh, suck it. Anyway, so we've Live got Ratchet and Clank. I'll flip this, this cartridge of Pokemon Black. Do it. Do it. <laughs> flipped. Flipped. Anyway, 
Just gonna get Jordan out of the equation here. He is in the tiny screen now. Muted. Uh, <laughs> I don't have that power. Just relegated to the Phantom Zone like Zod. Uh, <laughs> back to me, folks. We've got uh, Ratchet and Clank rip, Rift Apart. Uh, Kina, Bridge of Spirits. Is it Kina? Kina? Yeah. Kina is how I've heard it. I doubt everything now. Moana. Um, Moana, all right. Uh, Returnal. Death Stranding, Director's Cut, Jordan. Cheating. Uh, and Death Loop. Okay, that's fair. All right, all right. Yeah, all those are pretty solid. None of us are huge PS5 players here. Uh, <laughs> no, none of us, oh, except for actually three. You're the only yeah, one. Yeah, you're the only one. Yeah, actually. I just I just realized that mid sentence and I got really uh, sad. Jordan's <laughs> gonna cry. are more available than you think, people. If you're in the audience, they're more available than you think. Check your local stores. Uh, you just have to keep prying. That's all it is. I had to get a yeah. new laptop so I couldn't like justify getting yeah. a PS5 on top of that. That's it's just like I, I I keep hearing things in different communities of like, oh, Final Fantasy 16 has been delayed or might not come out this year. I have more time to get a PS5 in stores. Like, it's fine. Just keep checking. It's fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've, I haven't played too many of these actually, despite owning a PS5. Uh, Ratchet and Clank is the only one I've had a chance to actually check out personally. Um, uh, I've seen Ratchet and Clank and Death Stranding here hmm. in my apartment. Um, Death Stranding seems really interesting and gorgeous on the PS5, Jordan. And also uh, insane. <laughs> it just, I am not a patient human. Like, at all. So this, like, slow walking nonsense is not... Oh, yeah, no, it's it's very, very methodical. Like, you have to really be into that. And it gets, like, doubly methodical when, like, it, when it actually comes to the whole, like, building of uh, certain structures because, like, some of the more, like, demanding ones, like bridges and roads and stuff... Mm-hmm. Uh, require a lot of materials are building for you well they can you could build (laughs) roads um uh other people can load like can load materials into the like and like and get them set up and like build them for you but they also need to be maintained over time um because of the uh the time fall which is the the rain that ages things in Mm -hmm. this game Mm -hmm. um it could like slowly deteriorate the stuff you build so people have to like like consistently go in and like add materials to it or like just keep things like up kept um so if you're like searching for stuff to like those said materials uh which you also need to like fabricate equipment and stuff it's like again it's like i I probably spent like like three hours today just like running around and like getting materials yeah Um, which like that's that's my jam you put me in Minecraft and that's all I'm doing is digging. I don't want to build anything. I will find you all the things. Yeah. Then, then, but... then Dana, this is, this is right for you. As, as long as you can, as long as you can uh, get like through, you know, spook zones. While I'm doing it. Well, you, you can run. You can also get a motorcycle, which doesn't work very well on rocky because terrain. And can, kind of this Norman Reedus. Yeah. It's actually obligated butt shots in my, and, and uh, <laughs> yeah. motorcycles. Basically, this is the game that was meant for me. No, you can rock a baby if you want to. No, there's enough of that in real life. You, you don't can. need that. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I've got those. <laughs> but this uh, one's but like a winner, perpetual baby. It's like Our winner age. was Deathloop. Lane is chilling here in our chat. This is going to be a little delayed, though. Uh, he, I believe, is the one that reviewed it. His words were, uh, it won't be a game for everyone. However, if you're a fan of sandbox-style titles, or if you just like games like Dishonored, Deathloop is a familiar feeling experience. Zuby did that one. The Zuby, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I think Lane originally was going to when I made this up. Anyway, Lane, Lane Zuby said PC, these words, know, not Lane. <laughs> Scratch that. Anyway, a familiar feeling uh, experience presented in a unique way that makes it feel fresh and fun to play. And that was not Lane. I'm sorry. <laughs> he was un-PS5'd, <laughs> is what he just said. <laughs> he was un-PS5'd. 
Zuby from does all like the uh, from, from all the first-hand accounts I've heard from Deathloop, it sounds like a really good experience. Mm. Really mm-hmm. cool concept that they pulled off really well with strong performances and. Uh, you know, I mean, weren't you just saying you were like, I have that, I should yeah. play that, yeah, I, I want to play that. that. So <laughs> we'll have to bug them a little harder to do so. Um, our next up is uh, best Xbox game. Speaking Which, of shallow categories, I mean, hey, <laughs> hey, man, there are some. Although I will say, some of these are when they came out were for Xbox. I think, if I'm not mistaken, one of them is not just for Xbox now. Although I think everything for Xbox is also not just for Xbox now. The true, so the true list of exclusives is very, very short. I'm so confused. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> what we have, uh, we have the Artful Escape, which is actually on Game Pass right now. Um, Forza Horizon Five. Sable, uh, Psychonauts 2, uh, and Halo Infinite. Halo Infinite was our winner. Did you just say Fable? Sable. Sable. Oh, Sable. I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) I don't know who Fable is. My name is Sable. (laughs) I will fight you all when that comes out. Mr. (laughs) Snrub. I will fight everybody. Guy incognito. Um, Yeah, I... Interesting category. Like I said, shallow, shallow contention here, but uh, Forza and Halo made strong arguments, actually. Um, both are pretty fun experiences, and of course, yeah. having it all on Game Pass, because I'm pretty sure at least three of these are on Game Pass. I'm not, I'm not sure mm-hmm. what Sable and Psychonauts too, but uh, a lot of them are just there if you want to check them out, even. So like, you don't have to have much uh, skin in the game. If you have Game Pass, you can just pop them in and see if you like them. Mm-hmm. I dig it. Um... I'm so sad. Like I'm, I'm the Xbox girl here, and I have played not a one of those. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think I've ever been one for well, lately for Xbox exclusives. Mm-hmm. But it is my system of choice. Uh, moving on uh, to best Nintendo Switch game. Yeah, the only category that matters. Uh, we'll <laughs> see what you say about that. Oh, uh oh. So we've got Dusk. We've got uh, Shin Megami Tensei Five. Okay, yeah. yeah. I didn't freak out that Nailed time. It. We've got. Uh, <laughs> I hope that I'm here ten years from now, still saying that for some reason, and you still say nailed it every time. <laughs> um, Mario Party Superstars, uh, okay, Tetris yeah. Effect Connected, and Metroid Dread was our winner. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> anyway, yeah. mm-hmm. This is yeah. a logical category. Well, um, I will say Tetris Effect Connected got a ten out of ten from our reviewer. But this isn't just based on single reviews. It's based on our community as a whole. Yeah, but and, uh, yeah. isn't Tetris Effect, uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, on Connected, but like it's not exclusively a Switch game, is it? Tetris like Effect a... has been on PS4. Um... I believe. Now I'm going to go Google and see if I'm a big liar. When we listed it, when it came out, it was just on Switch. But again, could totally have been wrong. Tetris, if I could spell Tetris, then we'd win. <laughs> I mean, then Tetris itself is a 10 out of 10 game concept, period. So it's got a strong base just of what it is. Okay, so te- that's... No, that's not it. Now it's just saying Tetris Effect. I don't know where I got my information. I could be completely wrong. Yeah, it says it's on Steam now. But when we listed it, when it came out, it was just on Switch at the time. Okay, so okay, so, so I just... I don't know I just, what's happened since then. I just looked I it up. So basically, Connected is i guess you could say quote unquote exclusive to the switch because it's an upgraded version of tetris effect which features a multiplayer mode where you could like connect Mm -hmm. your like switches to make like different um like boards 
So, but it is still in effect just Tetris effect. Uh-huh. I did not mean to do that. Yes, you did. There you go. <laughs> but you know, I would say I would definitely say yeah. Like out of everything that came out, I guess that was exclusive or like uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Because when you're talking about best, like, you know, Nintendo game, realistically, you're talking about, like, the big Nintendo players, right? And, you know, I wouldn't give uh, any award to 3D World. Um, I can see why Mario Party Superstars made the list, you know, because nostalgia. Um, mm-hmm. Even though I still say that as much as I, like, you know, have a soft spot for, like, Halloween board from Mario Party 2 and some of the games from the earlier Mario Parties it bugs me that they kind of followed up from super Mario party, uh, which was like, I still think is a really, really good game based like from the last stock from like Mario two to 10 or whatever was on the Wii U that had just been complete garbage Um, because not only was it a very balanced Mario party game, it felt like it was genuinely designed with the switch in mind. Like it's a lot faster it's a lot more like easy to play it. Like, you know, it's a lot like easier to jump into um, for like any player. And it's just like, it feels like it belongs on the switch. Superstars is kind of just like, Hey, remember all those games you love? Here they are again. Like, <laughs> you know, it's but kind of like um, cutting, kind of cutting all the chaff off really. <laughs> well, yeah, but still yeah. <laughs> it is still the greatest hits album. Whereas, you know, Super Mario Party felt like the the revival of the of the band, you know. Yeah, Greatest Hits um, albums have their place too, though. Yeah, but the, the Nintendo gets a little too comfortable with those Greatest Hits albums, True. especially when Mario Party <laughs> became involved. True. Um, but yeah, like out of all the stuff that really did come out exclusively by Nintendo, I would say as much as it like I, I, I you know, and I said my piece on 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 Dread, like as much as I love it, it's not perfect. Um it definitely was the best like Nintendo game to come out this year, like hands down. Mm -hmm. Um, Our last uh, exclusive again, I'm going to say exclusive at the time of release because I'm not hundred percent confident anymore. Everybody's got me shaken Uh, (laughs) was our best PC game. So um, we had solar ash uh, Diablo two resurrected final fantasy five pixel remastered uh, Sherlock Holmes chapter one. And then the winner was Age of Empires 4, which nice. I know now has been, I think it was on Game Pass, if I'm not mistaken. It's Game Pass, but only PC store. Oh, but, okay. See, I can't. I cannot. I can't keep track. Game Pass um, PC. Yeah, I know. It hurts my brain. I can't. Like I said, I can't. I actually haven't played any of these games personally. I've seen a little bit of Diablo and Sherlock because they happened in my home. I think Sherlock's now on PS5 as well. Is that see, right? look. Look, it made a liar out of me. <laughs> Everything's changing. No one can live at this speed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, this this seems like a open and shut case. Like as much as I enjoy the Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster series that's going on right now, um, I wouldn't say it's the best PC games to come out this year. So mm-hmm. nominations are good, but uh, Age of Empires is a classic PC franchise, though, and I don't think it works on anything else but PC. So what better to win? Yeah, uh, this category then something like only. I think done. the the team did a really good job with that one. Woo! It's one of I our perfect tens of the year too. Like, mm-hmm. How many perfect tens did we give out this year? In a couple weeks. Not very many. Uh, eleven is the 11. answer. We gave it eleven perfect tens this year across movies, games, and tech, and one TV show. Hmm. The more, the more you know. The more I'm just gonna you keep know. saying that today. The more you know, and uh, we do have a fun. Um, 
Hall of Shame list coming up, too. Mm. <laughs> Spoiler <laughs> alert, we gave out two twos. Two twos. Two twos. One being the guy that thought of trilogy, correct? Jacob two two. No, that was not a two. That I don't even two? think that's on the worst of list. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Weird. Think about that. How is that? How is that possible? <laughs> I have to double check. I could be wrong. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I don't recall seeing it. <laughs> it's broken, but it's not the most broken thing I've seen. It could be worse. Five out of ten. I mean, it, it, it was, it, it definitely was playable if, if for nothing else, <laughs> it was a mess, but it was Many a playable mess. I heard the switch was real bad. The switch was really bad. Um, but I, was it this? Yeah. This, no, the switch version I think was, was definitely the worst. It, was slowest, I heard the, but it had really bad frame rates. Yeah. The PS, uh, the PS4 version I, I heard was really bad. It had the really bad rain effects and everything. Just, they both failed it. It was a I, hack job, like top to bottom. I played San Andreas on Switch, um, and I, the worst part was some of the models are just not done well. Um, there, was one, there was one scene where uh, CJ and someone else are getting kind of heated, and someone butts into the butts in the conversation, and his fingers are super long and extended, yeah, like, yeah. Wolverine claws. Yeah. So he's like trying to like break the fight up, but he's got Wolverine claws, just fingers, just. Yeah, uh, the and faces are just like eyebrows yeah. are like scrunched down. In. Like, the the best, the best one I saw too was like it's like when in like the early missions you have to go to like the pizza place and there's a guy there's a guy sitting there like eating the pizza. They're just supposed to be these like like nothing models right that were like put in the game, but because they're also like hyper detailed, he's like holding the pizza. And he's just like yeah, like he's just got this dumb gormless face it strikes me that they didn't uh adjust the models for the new engine or whatever like behind yeah. like whatever changes the rate under the hood they didn't adjust the cutscenes actions to fit yeah no so people oh are definitely acting and super embellished when they shouldn't be and uh wolverine claws and, uh, <laughs> yeah just an aged game in general well, the, too, right? all, like, i mean but like also like also like yeah like how, just how much they left up to like mm. like ai and algorithms right because there was that other that other really dumb thing um with with the metal donut in uh in san andreas where it was supposed to be it's for one of the hardware stores it's supposed to be like a lug nut but because they like ran everything through like AI, like auto smoothers and everything, it just becomes this metal donut and it doesn't work. So the, the moral of the story is to use AI as a baseline and then go in and fine tune. The moral of the story is, yeah, if you're going to redo something, fucking redo it. And uh, on the same note, just quickly on, on remasters, if you're going to remaster Shin Megami Tensei 3, fix the audio. No, uh, don't fix the audio. It's perfect. Leave it alone. <laughs> no, because the music is super compressed to fit on a PS2 disc. Yes. It, it doesn't exist only in this form. There are soundtracks you can buy that are sound perfect and lossless. And they went with the <laughs> PS2 audio for some reason. Even on the PS4, I could see maybe leaving it on the Switch because you don't have cartridge space. They just left the com- super compressed music in, so it sounds like hot garbage. Uh, yeah, Chris, it's called uh, yeah, uh, uh, legacy nostalgia. sounds. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't want to touch it and ruin the ambiance. Game looks super smooth and good, but it sounds like it's been running through five like toilet paper rolls or something. That's I don't know. You guys yeah, don't that all was play the two thousands, Chris. Mute with like good Charlotte in the background, like I did the major. That's the only way. What is this should, game sound nonsense? You should bring that back, actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to Mario Party. That is that is how I teenaged. Thank you very much. Ah. Uh, anyways, I Anywho. think we've uh, we've gone a little long today, so we'll just uh, move into our wrap up segment then. Uh, 
thanks for tuning in this week, especially if you're watching us on Twitch or on the replay. Uh, let us know what you think about the video format. Uh, see if we'll uh, keep using this. Uh, it's been kind of fun. I don't know about you guys, but uh, it's fun. I'm enjoying it. Ah, it's neat. Jordan might not like us later for editing, but <laughs> no, I mean, no, I mean it still should be all in one. Tr- it still looks like <laughs> tracks. It should be fine. It'll be interesting. These are temporary guys, problems. Podcast people are going to get some fun stuff. <laughs> I, I made notes. Okay. Uh, if if you'd like to read more on these topics and more, you can find full coverage at cgmagonline.com. Be sure to follow CG Magazine on all the socials. Just search for CG Mag and you should find us. Uh, we also have a new email inbox where you can send questions and comments for us to address on the air, which is podcast at cgmagonline.com. Uh, subscribe to us here on Twitch. Uh, and uh, as for where you can find the rest of us, Brandon, where can people catch you? Bfry26 on all the socials. All of them. Uh, Jordan. Literally everyone. <laughs> Literally. Oh. I made you big on camera when you did that. Oh, that was such great we, timing. We talked about this last week. You have to be more careful because Parlor exists. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, someone may have made a version of me in there. Who knows? A version. It's a different Brendan from a different time. <laughs> As it's his future self day. coming back to warn us. Oh. <laughs> Don't get on Parlor. <laughs> so the version of Parlor, the version of me that's on Parlor. Is warning us about being on parlor. Is that what yeah, you're... he okay. has to come he has to exist to come back to warn you. That's how time works. That's how time Don't give works. James Cameron ideas for Terminator sequels, all right? He will make that. About there me being on parlor. Specifically, but you know it's John Connor. Rules in my house. We don't talk about Batman and we don't talk about time travel. They always start a fight. So don't warn him. Let him suffer. It all right. only it's it all depends on whether or not you subscribe to multiverse theory. Oh god. On that multiverse note, Jordan, I hate you. Where, where, I Jordan, hate where, you. where can people find your essays on multiverse theory? Jordan, where are you? <laughs> you can find me uh on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Ninja X Jordan. You can also find me on YouTube at Ninja Jordan Reviews. And Dana? That's me. Uh I am at the Dana Eileen on most places. So uh, D-A-Y-N-A-E-I-L-E-E-N. If I'm not, then it's probably just Dana Eileen. And no, the. I will <laughs> note for anybody listening to the podcast, um, our Twitch is CG Magazine as well. For some reason, it's real hard to find through Twitch. But if you Google Twitch CG Magazine, you find it really easily. That's, that's really weird. Yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty much my done, life. But, uh, yeah. Twitch hates me. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, Chris, where you at? You can also find me on Twitter at Hoogathy, that's H-O-O-G-A-T-H-Y, or here on Twitch at Guild2Taps. Um, so yeah, that's going to do it for us for this week. Uh, stay safe out there, get your boosters, wear your masks, and uh, we'll catch you next week. Bye-bye.